Welcome back to the Daily Devotion. My name is Kevin Hale. I'm the pastor of Christ Church Conway, a congregation of the Presbyterian Church in America here in Conway, Arkansas. The Daily Devotion is a time for us to be strengthened in our faith through the study of scripture and theology. And right now we're working our way through the book of Galatians. It's just an absolutely incredible book that Paul makes the gospel very, very clear in. And we're in a section here where he's just right in the thick of things, dealing with the reality of justification by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone, reminding us repeatedly of the reality that we cannot be justified, that no one will be justified by works of the law. And getting into some of the, the I want to say weeds, but they're not weeds, they're the main point, they're, they're, the, they're the stuff of the Christian life, getting into to the reality of why the law was given and, and how we relate to the law now versus how we relate to Christ. And so we're up to this section, chapter 2, verses 17 through 21, that we started yesterday, looking at verses 17 through 19. Today we're going to give a, a brief recap and then and then continue our look at these verses. So let me pray for us and then we'll dive in again to verses 17 through 21. Father, we thank you once again for your word and ask that again you would, even as we look at your word again, by your spirit, give us wisdom. Help me to speak clearly that we might understand your word, that we might be strengthened in our faith in Jesus Christ, that we might learn to stand fast in Jesus not looking to anything we do for our justification, but living even now by faith in him. We ask this in Christ's most precious name. Amen. Paul writes in Galatians chapter 2, beginning in verse 17, But if, in our endeavor to be justified in Christ, we too were found to be sinners, is Christ then a servant of sin? Certainly not. For if I rebuild what I tore down, I prove myself to be a transgressor. For through the law, I died to the law so that I might live to God. I've been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. In the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not nullify the grace of God, for if righteousness were through the law, then Christ died for no purpose. Well, yesterday we looked at verses 17, 18, and 19, where Paul answers this rhetorical question with his dramatic meganoita, certainly not, may it never be, and then gives this explanation of the, the building up of the law again, building up what he tore down, makes him an even greater transgressor, because the whole point of the law, the whole reason the law was given was to show us that we need mercy, was to show us that, that if we're going to live to God, we're gonna only going to have to we're going to have to live to Him as He actually is, full of mercy, full of grace, full of forgiveness. And if we try to come to God through the law, then we're not actually letting the law do what God Himself designed it to do. So we're transgressing it in an even deeper, more profound way. So then we come to verse twenty where Paul begins to talk about the, the present reality of life in Christ. He reminds us that being justified isn't just this future reality, but, but it actually affects how we think about ourselves in the present. It, it affects how we think about who we are at the most basic level. 
It's very important for us to really think deeply about what Paul's saying here because there's so much being talked about right now in our culture about identity and 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 how and so many people trying to figure out and and weigh in on how it is that we understand our identity and and who we are at kind of the most fundamental level what determines that and and how do we talk about that Paul says I have been crucified with Christ the, the eye here is is his flesh he wasn't actually nailed to to across next to Jesus. There were two other thieves that were, but that wasn't Paul. He's talking about his sinful flesh, his identity that he found in his supposed law keeping. It's been crucified. It's been mortified. It has been put to death. And indeed, this is exactly what he tells us in Romans chapter eight is the work of the spirit. So then, brothers, brothers, we are debtors not to the flesh to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. Here in Galatians 2, he tells us he's been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. The life I now live in the flesh I live by faith in the Son of God. And here we're up against this kind of eschatological reality that people talk about as the already and the not yet. And, and we often talk about this in terms of kind of a more global perspective, that, that though the kingdom has already been inaugurated, it has not yet been consummated, but there's also a very personal reality to this already not yet paradigm. I have already been crucified with Christ. You, if you are in Christ, have already been crucified with Christ, but you are not yet what you will be. We see John make this same point. Here, Paul reminds us, we have been crucified with Christ. The gig is up. It's no longer I, it's no longer me in my flesh. It's no longer me in my depravity who lives but Christ who lives in me. And then he drives this point home even further, saying the life I now live in the flesh, presently, I live by faith in the Son of God. So he recognizes that his flesh is still a reality. He recognizes, and he's going to get into this later in chapter 5, where he says, if I walk by the Spirit, I will not gratify the desires of the flesh. He's recognizing this already not yet tension that exists in the Christian life that is necessary to the Christian life. But he's also recognizing that though our flesh is still this reality that we face, the life we now live in the flesh, the life we live in this bodily form. We live not based on our flesh, not looking to, to you know, obedience and, and all of these fleshy things that we come up with from the law, but looking to Jesus, letting our identity, letting who we are be defined entirely by him. Finding our hope, our identity, our security in Jesus Christ. Paul says, this is now how I live. Not by looking to the law. It's amazing how he begins 
throughout the rest of Galatians kind of setting law and flesh in parallel with each other and saying, that's no longer how I define myself. I no longer look to the law for the basis of my identity. Rather, I look to Christ. Because when we look to the law for the basis of our identity, what we find is that we're dead in sin. But when we look to Christ for the basis of our identity, what we find is that we have been made alive in Jesus Christ. That this great hope has been found. That a new identity has been given in Jesus Christ. And so Paul says, now the life I live, I live by faith in Christ. I live understanding myself not based on what the law says about me, but based on what Jesus says about me. Not based on who I am in the law and in all my disobedience and in all my sin, but based on who I am in Christ, having been washed clean by his blood. That's that's how I reckon myself. That's how I now live. That's what it is to live by faith in Christ. Living by faith in Christ is synonymous. We, we already have seen the overlap between what Paul is saying here in Romans 8 and, and what we begin to see when we put all of this together is that when Paul talks about living by faith in Christ, that's synonymous with walking in the Spirit, with being led and defined and, and, and provoked by the Spirit of Christ. And so Paul says, this now is who I am. This now is how I live. This now is how my life, my identity, my hope, my security is defined. Not by my flesh and all that the law points out about it, but by Christ and what the finished work of Jesus Christ declares about me. That's what we're going to dive into tomorrow as we finish up this incredible section. Might we learn to live by faith in Christ. Might we learn to live no longer under the condemnation of the law and what it says about us, but in the freedom of Christ and what his finished work applied to us by His Spirit, says about us. Amen. Amen.